I feel like an outsider standing behind a window of emotion, peering through a veil that's kept me blind for so long. Everything in me wants to turn around and run, but I refuse to go until Croy sees me. He needs to know that I found out his little secret. How could I not have known about this? The few seconds that it takes for Croy and the woman to notice me feels like hours. It's long enough for the image of them entwined to be permanently burned into my mind. Their bodies are pressed so tightly together that there's no space between them. The woman occupying Croy's arms is absolutely beautiful. Her long, dark hair is radiant and silky. Her skin is so bronze that she appears to be foreign, but I'm pretty sure she's just sun-kissed. A lavender maxi dress is draped across her svelte body, making her look like a Greek goddess. They disengage from the embrace and Croy finally sees me. The flash of panic in his expression is all the confirmation I need that what I suspect is true. Raven, what are you doing here? There's a coldness to his voice that seems oddly misplaced. If anyone should be angry, it's me. My mouth goes dry as I search for words. Suddenly, I forgot why I came. All I can think about is the two of them together. Now, the woman is looking at me, too. I expect her to be just as confused as I am, but instead, there's only disdain behind her brown eyes. It's as if they're both silently chastising me for interrupting them. My heart thuds in my chest and my gaze falls to the little girl. She stopped just short of Croy. The way she's gazing up at him is telling that she can feel the tension in the room. She knows something is wrong. Wanting to save her from witnessing an argument, I decide to be the bigger person. There's really nothing to discuss here anyway. I've seen all that I need to see. The gig is up. Croy and I are over. There's so much bitterness on my tongue, but I swallow it down as I turn to take long strides towards the front door. Part of me hopes that I'm wrong, that Croy will give chase and say this was all a big misunderstanding. He doesn't, further proving that what I saw is exactly what's going on. This entire time, I've been his side piece. He may not be married to her, he can't be to volunteer at the Billionaire's Club, but there's something going on between them. I feel like a ghost fleeing the beach house. No one trails behind me. I close the front door and walk down the steps, making it all the way to my car without a hint that anyone gave much thought to me being there at all. I even sit in my car for several seconds, staring at the house, holding on to hope that Croy will come for me. That hope drips away quickly, and when I realize that there's no point in clutching onto it any longer, I put my car in drive and pull away. Tears sear my cheeks. If I wasn't wearing anything but a trench coat and some lingerie, I'd head straight to the nearest bar. Part of me considers doing it anyway. It's not like anyone will know that there's little beneath the coat. I know I'm in no position to be in public, though. My emotions are all over the place. There's no way I could be able to keep my tears at bay, and drinking will only make things worse. Before long, I'd be a sobbing mess. It's better if that happened behind closed doors. By the time I pull into my driveway, I look like something from a horror movie. Quite a bit of my eye makeup has run down my face with my tears. My cheeks are blotchy and my nose is red from all the sniffling I've done. Even my hair has somehow managed to become disheveled. It's like I've literally begun falling apart at the seams. The second I kill the engine, my phone buzzes. I turn it over to find a text message from Croy.
Croy, it's not what you think. He conveniently left out an apology in details, not very convincing. I stare at the text message for several minutes, waiting for him to follow it up with something else. When he doesn't, I text back. Raven, was that your daughter? It's not the question I should be asking, not the one that matters the most. I can't force myself to ask the obvious question, though. Croy, yes. His short response puts me even more on edge. If it's not what I think, then why is he so reluctant to explain? He should be gushing out every detail and begging for my forgiveness. Raven, then it is what I think.